Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm the instrument of your defeat, Doug. Oh, you came in with one. Got it. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, we are the world's strongest under the heavens duo here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I Wedding season is in full effect right now. I had a, my best friend's wedding was a, the last past weekend, and I had to give a best man speech. Well, and you actually, killed it. You watched, did you watch Hitch beforehand so that way you knew what to do? <laughs> oh, I should have. Yeah, no. <laughs> I had the power of Will Smith in me the whole time. I didn't I didn't need to. Oh, but of no, course. My, actually, my friend, he didn't, it was like kind of an untraditional wedding. He didn't have groomsmen or best man or anything like that, but I still made a speech as in, in case. Mm-hmm. And so later on in the night, when after like we're dancing and have little drinks in us, uh, I decided to I decided to give my speech, and everyone absolutely loved it. And yeah, my, my ego was boosted, and they even wanted me to repeat it the day the next day. They were having a, a like a luncheon kind of thing the next day mm-hmm. with everyone who couldn't make it, and so I repeated it then. Like, but I had no drinks in me. I was sober. <laughs> and I didn't realize that that was I needed that liquid courage to be able to say a speech because oh. I the speech was so much more worse after saying it twice and you know some jokes don't work after you've already heard the heard them the first time mm-hmm. I was like I should have just stayed <laughs> quiet I should just said it <laughs> one time and one one a hero but no I gotta well, whatever uh, it, it was still it was still fun though exactly you still had that moment uh, and it was great I'm sure they appreciated it either way you're probably you know you're more your own worst critic than everybody else so true true but that's good yeah I, how are you man how are you I uh, haven't done any weddings recently but I have been sitting at home <laughs> <laughs> and uh okay what was it i think did i bring it before like i finally sat down and watched all of the um fast and the furious movies which was uh great I'm familiar with you doing that yeah yeah uh real good times and then now which i'm surprised uh, that you, i don't know i could never get into those movies i mean the, the oh. first the first two or three i think i enjoyed just because i was that age demographic mm-hmm. but then i grew out of that quickly oh it gets more ridiculous and stupid in the best ways possible as you keep going on so i just wanted to watch like i think the ending of seven because it had the song when i see you again mm-hmm. which is like my a and b song so right so yeah. i just see this yeah but besides no, that it, it just seemed too much to me but i kind of want to rewatch it now because that video i sent you uh, two by two furious. Two by two furious. Where a, a guy on YouTube <laughs> made a video about explaining how the movie is actually a secret gay film, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Or bi film. It's mm-hmm. it's actually like, oh my god, yeah, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. I want to see it, it again with new eyes. Yeah, same here. Because I didn't like two when I first watched it, and now seeing through that, like it could be a lot of fun. Um, but after I finished those, uh, we decided that we were going to watch uh, all of the Spider's Man movies. So oh. Uh, Oh, you're late, dude. I did that already. I well, I mean, that. I've seen them all already. Well, actually, I hadn't seen Sam Raimi film two and three, which is wild because no two way. is incredible. You haven't? Um, but in one weekend, we watched one, two, and three, which was nice. great. Number one, which I had seen before, was like, eh, yeah, it was all right. Two, no, you're crazy. Phenomenal. Three, yes, blah. Yeah, three, uh, three, kind of growing on me. It's still a fun film. Oh yeah, it's just so long. It should have been shorter. It's yeah. too much movie in that movie. I just can't get over to- Topher Grace, Grace as oh, Venom. Yeah. That was just a missed opportunity. Uh, and then this past weekend, um, we did Amazing Spider-Man one and two, which I had seen and I liked, oh, and God. Andrew had seen the first one and hated it, so he didn't bother seeing the second one. Yeah, the and- first one was horrible. <laughs> Second uh, one is just worse. <laughs> uh, I liked them, and then we rewatched them. I'm like, yeah, nope. I actually don't. 
like these. Oh, man. So, but yeah. unfortunately, not going to be able to keep going in order because I've got tickets for uh, Venom for Friday. So. Oh, nice. You still, like, get tickets ahead of time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's. Uh, I mean, I'm still Reserved the, seating at the Alamo Draft House, and this the is the first time I'm going back in a year and a half. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that is the common thing to get tickets before band. Well, yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, we're not here to talk about your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. webhead. Yeah. Or two by two furious. <laughs> we are here to talk about a movie though, and we're here to talk about Dragon Ball Z, the rebirth of Fusion, Goku and Vegeta, or Fusion Reborn. Or movie twelve, as I know him just as numbers now. Just numbers. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. easier to it's do so and weird. also when my, when my friends ask me, Oh, what movie are you watching this time for, for Dragon Ball Z for the podcast? I'm like, Oh yeah, movie twelve. I'm like, oh yeah, you don't know what that means when I say that. My bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, depending one, on who with, you talk to. The one with Gogeta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like, villain name. Yeah. But some people, it's like, I can just spit out a number. And you're like, oh, okay, I know what one that is. Uh, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, Doug, do you want to tell us what Movie 12 is all about? Yeah, I can tell you. Uh, let me find it on your handy-dandy <laughs> notebook here. Okay. Fusion Reborn. The Oni responsible for watching the soul-cleansing machine is taken over by an evil spirit, and the afterlife succumbs to his will. All across Earth, dead villains come back to life. Goku and Vegeta attempt to defeat Janemba while their families deal with the chaos upon Earth. Their only chance to win? Fusion. Yeah! You you read it so well. I gotta have you do that every single time. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, that, that's how I did my speech, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> Will their families deal with the chaos upon Earth? <laughs> Mazel tov. So happy you're married. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, joke's on you. I have a YouTube channel where I occasionally speak sometimes in a podcast. <laughs> yep, exactly. You're getting a lot of uh, that experience of hours under your belt. Yeah. yeah, this movie came out March 4th, 1995. Uh, just so that we've got context of where it happened, this premiered after episode 258, which is Gotenks fighting Boo in the Room of Spirit and Time. Which is really cool. That is before, like, is after the introduction of that fusion dance. Yeah, but before Patara. Exactly. So we're aware that fusion exists. So then we were wondering, could Goku and Vegeta do this? And then the right. movie is like, uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we're wondering too. Let's do it. <laughs> but then uh, it was... Vegeta still exists. That's that's just great. Right. Uh, it was directed by Shigeyasu Yamauchi. Uh, we've seen him before. He was the director of uh, the first and second Broly movie, movie eight and ten. Good looking movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are good-looking movies. Really good-looking. They're, they're, they're well-directed, and I think this one follows in those footsteps. So let's go over it uh, through the whole thing. So memory serves, because unfortunately... <laughs> let's start little... with PyCon and Goku fighting in the yeah, afterlife. It's, yeah, another Anoyuichi Budokai or something. I'm, I'm not sure if it's... Uh, after the last one, which I guess it's been seven years, so I guess that's yeah. not out of the, uh, the realm of possibility. But uh, yeah, they're going to match up against each other, but then uh, trouble is brewing at the soul-cleansing laundry machine, uh, <laughs> which is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the, that little, like, little drops of like realism. Not realism, but you know what I mean? Like where like someone has a job to do, and it's just like a, pu- a punk teenager yep. doing a job well, like that. That's, that feels so, so we're Dragon world, Ball. We're world-building. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so some punk teenager who forgets to change out the canisters that are holding all of the evil, just the evil from just the souls the evil that are cleansed. Of all, yeah, of everything. <laughs> uh, soaks into him and he gets uh, transformed into a big uh, yellow fat Majin Buu. Uh, oh, Majin yellow, Buu. you said. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Janemba. Janemba. <laughs> uh, so, uh, which of course causes all sorts of wacky things to go on in the afterlife. Stuff's getting turned into jelly beans or like encased in it and we have people who were once dead 
uh, returning to the earth. We've got how does that uh, correlate again? I don't. It's bending to his will, remember? So I guess he just wants oh. the dead things back to life. Yeah, I guess that does explain the jelly beans, but the bringing the dead back to life. I feel like maybe that's more <laughs> less to do with him. That's just like <laughs> that's, we got a film to fill out, so we got to have a B plot. Well, I mean, I, there's got to be something associated with the evil cleansing machine breaking. Mm. And maybe the, everything that's not sucked into Janemba, it has to go somewhere, and it just went back to Earth or the back to Hitler's body. Well, you know, I, don't I mean, know. it's not all bad guys because there's that one old grandpa, and then there's uh, oh, yeah, Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> maybe she was evil. Oh my god, does that oh. mean she was evil? True, because otherwise we got Hitler, we got Dracula, we got other yeah, bad that's guys. That's true. It's just like zombies and stuff. Yeah, just evil things, and then Juliana. So maybe, yeah, she was Whoa, just a I monster. Watch, I want to watch that movie. I want to see that backstory. <laughs> backstory of Juliana. Oh, man. because she committed suicide. That's why she's mm. considered evil. I don't know. It's very religious naughty, in my naughty. Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, of course, Pycon and Goku uh, decide that they're going to try and help, and they see that uh, King Enma, Yama, however which one you want to call him, mm-hmm. uh, is also being subjected to being frozen in a jelly bean. So, I guess, fight the guy that's causing it. Yeah, go find uh, out what's going on. It's coming to, coming from hell. Go check it out. <laughs> right. Goku's like, I've been there. <laughs> I'm well acquainted. Uh, so then it's uh, kind of uh, action-y fun time where it's him fighting against Janemba. Oh, and also PyCon discovers that you can break the jelly beans by being rude to them. Yeah, uh, is it being rude or specifically saying curse words to it? Well, at least in the subtitles, uh, yeah. there's nothing that's particularly vulgar. He's just calling it like an idiot and yeah. like other oh, things. So it just seems like it's just being rude. Does yeah. it more so? Because I remember anything seeing else. this dub the first time I saw it, and it was just like it was specifically him saying curse words, but you know, like PG thirteen curse words, like right. You potty mouth or something. You you you. I don't know. You moronic you damn idiot. Fool. Not even damn. It was just like oh, you darn okay. idiot, ignoramus. Oh my god, my jelly beanness. <laughs> it's shattering. Yeah. Uh, so while Goku is handling that, uh, the kids, uh, Goten and Trunks, uh, and Gohan and Videl are there too, uh, have to fight against uh, the revived previous villains, like Frieza's there, yeah, and the Ginyu yeah. Force, and everybody shows up. It's kind of a wild trip. That was the clip when I saw, like, as I was growing up, and this movie didn't come out in America yet, just that clip of Gohan punching Frieza in the gut. One-shotting him. Yeah, that's like, oh my god, I can't wait till this movie comes out and I can see that. And yeah, yeah, it was just as great as when I remember seeing it. And it was, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh yeah, at Goten and Trunks have to fight Hitler, which is the thing that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you just, think about that? About making this decision of, besides just villains to come back, we're also going to bring back Dracula, but also, hey, here's Hitler. Here's, here's a, a real, real guy that did shit just like yeah. 50 years ago. I mean, like they're just thinking of the, they're just thinking of the worst possible creatures slash humans mm. that ever existed, and Hitler's definitely up there as one of the ones that are that's unanimously agreed upon as being evil, right? And he does get clowned on the whole time, like Goten's yeah, yeah. like this is nothing, and he's not a threat, and he's drawn this... like a comically like puny and all that shit. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's... it's just kind of a, it definitely is just kind of like a surprise to see that in Dragon Ball. <laughs> Especially for American audiences, because I know that like things were changed for this movie. I know when it aired on like Nicktoons and stuff back when they were airing Dragon Ball, uh, the that entire side plot whenever he was around is not there. So like Goten and Trunks have like nothing to do in that movie. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, can't do that. Even in the dub, they had you know named him just like the dictator. They never gave him the name, but they're. They're still like, nope, it's way too iconic. We can't just, do this. Yeah, just ta- too taboo to speak about him, even right. if he's getting clowned on. I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole uh, other 
thing, but yeah, I guess. Right. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Goku's fight with Janemba, specifically when he's fat, because this is a like part of the fight and movie that I never really remember a lot of. But right, but it is it, like one of the more creative aspects of the movie, yeah. wouldn't you say? Exactly. I mean, he's like sending the jelly beans down on top of him. He's yeah, he's making a little Janembas. Of- yeah, a lot of tiny Janembas. He makes like a clone of Goku in his palm, and then yeah. they, like, both fire Kamehamehas at each other. That that part was too short lived. Like the the clone Goku. I'm like, whoa, do more with that. I want to see <laughs> how does he deal with himself. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like a, a mimicking, I, like like a Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Link and Dark Link, or whatever Shadow Link, right. or whatever it's called. Now that I bring it up, I'm remembering because me. Um, just to the point where the 23rd Budokai has happened in my current watch of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. There's a section of Goku training at uh, Kami's uh, beforehand where he fights a clone of himself. Oh, right. The, the Popo makes like a doll or whatever of him. Yeah, it's like a clay doll with like Goku's hair. And then he uses the life water to bring him to life. And he yeah, has all yeah. the same moves and stuff, which that was also fun. So like, yeah, if we could have, you know. I mean, just like one or, one or two more scenes. Don't overstay your welcome with it because then that kind of yeah. makes... Yeah. Keep the jo- focus on Janemba, but like just do two more moves. Just one Kamehameha was like, oh, he can do that? Okay. But he mm-hmm. doesn't utilize it again. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, but Goku decides that he doesn't want to keep this fight going for too long, so he's going to elevate things to a form that he hadn't used since he defeated Majin Buu or since he had last faced Since he fought him, yeah. Yeah, faced Majin Buu, which is Super Saiyan 3. It makes its film debut, which is cool and pretty and trippy. And because like, like trippy, the- yeah. Super yeah. gnarly psychedelic craziness of just like <laughs> colors everywhere and man i remember uh, using that scene for an amv back in the day and then someone commenting well how did you make that effect for the for the amv i'm like oh i didn't i didn't do that <laughs> that's all that baked in toy animation on crack <laughs> yeah that was uh, a choice by yeah. uh, i assume yamauchi yeah uh, and i think i think we all appreciate it it definitely like it looks cool and adds a new little flavor to, to the scene. There's no way you can see that clip outside of context if you watch all of Dragon Ball and not know, oh, that's from movie 12. Like, yeah, you know, like Was exactly. that in the booth? Like, no, no, nope. <laughs> that was definitely movie 12. You don't look at it and be like, oh, that's he, that happens when he transforms. No, it doesn't. It's just, no, no, it's no. just, just in hell. <laughs> uh so he's transformed now he's gonna bring this uh to an end very quickly which i i had talked to you when we had watched it i'm like i I like that he is like i need to like get through this fast because we've learned since watching the show and in the manga that super saiyan 3 uh is a big drain on your energy and you can only sustain it for a very short period of time so he's just going all out and just like i just gotta beat this guy blow him up whatever well, is it the same when he's dead, though? I don't think... I think that's what he said also. He's like, it's hard for, hard for me to do it when I'm alive. Or in the mm, living world. True. Yeah, I but mean, maybe it's, it's, I know maybe it's, it's just, more difficult yeah, when he's alive. Like, but. it's already difficult when he's dead, but it's even more difficult when he's in the living world, so... Still difficult. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I appreciated that. I mean, I know that as a movie, we've got a shorter duration, a time frame that we can get stuff done in, but I think it was a good use of it. Definitely. Um... And then after he defeats him, it looks like Janemba reforms into some sleeker, cooler-looking villain who the most, doesn't... The grossest transformation I think we've ever seen in Dragon Ball. <laughs> With a lot of gross sounds. Yeah, it's like something straight out of Alien or something, but... Right. Still cool. Oh, yeah. And now he's just a growly man? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> he doesn't say his own name again, does he? 
No, it's just. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect uh, interpretation. I love it. Uh, so then Goku's on the ropes because now this dude's got like a magic sword and he's able to cut through everything. Iconic. And he can, he's got uh, weird portals that he could reach through and come out through other sides or throw yeah, stuff into. He introduced it in like that form, but yeah, like now he's using yeah. it super uh, efficiently. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who's gonna save Goku's ass at this point, man? Who, who Maybe could do someone it? who also wants Goku dead, but by his own hands, and is also he hasn't reached, in hell because he hasn't reached that arc yet in his in his story. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Vegeta's on the scene, and apparently he thinks that if Goku couldn't defeat him in Super Saiyan 3, that he can and just Super Saiyan 2, what I, oh, I would Did they assume. mention how Vegeta came back? Like, was it because of the machine broke and he was a part of that, or was it... I don't recall if in the film they explicitly say, but Does I would it... assume because he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a body being an evil person. Right, that's just canon. You don't have a body when you go to hell. Yeah, I mean, happens in the show anyway, but... But but I know in the show, he's like, King Yama gave me permission to come over here to help you with Majin Buu, with with Buu. Oh, yeah. But I don't think this is the case. I don't think this is the scenario here. I think it is just maybe that machine broke, and that also set Vegeta free, but he was... (laughs) He stuck around in hell? Right, yeah. That makes the most sense. I mean, we do have that shot at the end of the movie where, after everything is done, his body dissolves, and he's back to just being a spirit. Right. Okay, no, then that's what it is, and that that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, So then it's the two of them, and they're trying to defeat Janemba, and of course, they still are no match, so Goku comes up with the great idea, we have to do fusion, (laughs) Uh, which is a new... It's the hot hot new uh, trick that we can crank out in this season. Toriyama's wife introduced us to Fusion, and now everybody's got to do the dance. <laughs> God bless I believe you. that's I believe that's where it came from, right? Is I believe it? she was the one that intro- that like uh, came up with the pose and stuff. I know she came up with Kamehameha, but I don't know. About... Oh, hmm. Then maybe I have that maybe confused. You're mixing it up, yeah. I don't know about Fusion. Yeah. Either way, it might have been. Yeah, she's she's yeah she's a great contributor to well, Toriyama's <laughs> in, a, in a in a in a strut in a. Uh, I can't. Well, I think, what word am I thinking of? Slump in a slump. Oh my god, <laughs> we did it! The irony. <laughs> uh, but uh, so they got to do fusion, and of course, Vegeta is not super keen on the idea, right? Of course not. Oh, why would he be? It's no, a bunch of it's, goofy it's so degrading. I'm a prince. I don't. I shouldn't be able to do this shit. Which I'm, now, yeah, I I can give a pass on. Yeah, that makes sense for him not to want to do that. I think it's yeah. I think it's more in the Broly movie where I'm like, aren't we past this, Vegeta? You're you shouldn't be like embarrassed or like have them with this much pride about this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But then, you know, it's the it's the poses and things that he's like, I'd rather die than That's have what I to mean. do that dance. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's the <laughs> Which, only way, Vegeta. It's the only way. I mean, I love that shot of him saying, you know, I'd rather die than, than fuse with you to Goku, who uh, says, but Vegeta, you're already dead, and kind of like points to the halo above <laughs> both their heads. And Vegeta just goes through all of the emotions. He has like five <laughs> facial reactions within two seconds, and it's glorious. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I love to see it. Uh, each frame is just... Man, someone had fun kiss. with that. Someone had fun drawing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to do fusion, and they give it a go. And I believe Vegeta fucks up the finger yeah, he positions. Makes a fist instead of pointing fingers outward. That's right. So then uh, their fusion is complete into Veku. Veku, <laughs> who is Fat Gogeta. <laughs> <laughs> which was just, I'm glad they didn't make that name the Patara earring name, you know? Oh, God. I mean, it doesn't sound great. Neither does Vegerot from right. uh, Business Choices. I, I mean, mean, I get what they did. I you gotta imagine, it. like, they I don't think they had the hindsight to predict that Toriyama was gonna in, 
like implement fusion of its own into the story mm-hmm. and then call it Vegito. What if they said, "Oh, this is an error. It's Vegito." You know, what if they accidentally right. named him that? Or Vegerot at the at the very least still would have been <laughs> like too close to right. Yeah, I will say Veku's one thing. Perfect. It, it is Veku is good for for what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets to be some more kind of fun hijinsy things because. <laughs> Veku thinks that he is the strongest, yeah. uh, but of course he's nothing. Uh, it's so great the music that plays <laughs> as he's just—it's just a montage of him fucking up. It's so yep, great, ex- falling onto him and farting in his face, and then yeah. they gotta chase each other. Which the way he runs, like he pitter patters, like is is like it's—he's <laughs> bobbing back and forth as he runs forward. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> As he's getting hit around, he's just like bouncing off of like the ground or whatever. Like, I wish he was like a taller, a taller uh, character though, like the size of Vegeta and Goku, because he just kind of looks like a fat Gotenks. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's kind of stumpy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's still, I guess he's still keeping him short, but not that short. It still just seemed too close to mm. to Gotenks, the fat Gotenks. I always thought he was kind of the normal height. It's just that he is so wide that I guess it looks like because Gen- Janemba is a pretty tall dude. That's true. So the fusion only lasts for so long, and thankfully it breaks just before they're about to get impaled and murdered. Which is super interesting, because what as soon as they defuse, Goku's like, now, Vegeta, as if they had a plan that they spoke to each other in their minds, but because they're, they're one being, they spoke, you mm-hmm. know, like it's in their mind already. Right. It's kind of cool. They split up and like, we talked about this when we were one character. It's... <laughs> I don't know, it's interesting to me. Yeah, I've always been kind of interested in that whole dynamic of fusion. Like, is it an entirely different brain? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a different person, or is it, like, way you're more both still there? ever put thought into, but yeah, like, it gets our our brains going. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what, is the phil- what is the philosophy here? Does is he it absorb memories? From, is he from dead both? now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know, oh, I think they maybe talked about it once somewhere or in a guidebook or something. That It's just a whole new character. It's not like both their minds together. It's just one whole new character, which I really like. I mean, there even is that line later of I'm neither Goku nor Vegeta. So it's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I mean, at least they're aware of their previous cells. Like, even Vegeta was like, oh, okay, I was Goku, uh, or like Kakarot and Vegeta, so I guess my name would be Vegeta or whatever it is. Right, right. But I, and I'm also thinking, like, how, like, for example, if they have, they were stuck as Vegeta or Gogeta, like, oh, am I going to choose uh, Chi Chi or Bulma? It's like, no, I'm a different character. <laughs> I choose neither. I'm going to go find my own woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the whole new character. I like that idea. Yeah. Um. So now they're trying to figure out, like, okay, we got to do this again. Vegeta, I got to have you focus. I got to have you do the dance right this time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but all these distractions, I, I can't. Yeah, all these distractions. Janaba keeps screwing up. Uh-oh. Who's here to save the day? <laughs> it's PyCon. Piccolo. Oh, I mean, PyCon. <laughs> uh... I mean, he's he's a strong dude, but I don't think he's Janemba level, but that's okay. He's just here to distract while Goku and Vegeta get their fusion on. Yeah, he's making the ultimate sacrifice for himself. Like, I, I'm just, I'm doing this because I know this is what will win. So right. it's, it's a great moment for him. And I don't think they've explained it yet in the anime, but I know that later on they kind of explain, like, if you die when you're dead, like, your existence is over. <laughs> like, there's oh, nothing right. else. So he really is kind of making the ultimate sacrifice there, yeah. which is it's pretty he, good. He gets, like, the coolest, like... <laughs> I've never seen someone get punched in the face so cool. With, like, oh, the, yeah, the, the with double fists. The double fists on both sides. Yeah, yeah like, dang, you feel that. <laughs> it's It doesn't feel great. No, and with, with, with the timing, though, of, of the fusion actually working is just so great. Mm-hmm. I had a clip of that whole 
section of like them doing the yes. fusion wall pycons getting trashed when I was like in seventh grade, and That's I'm like, this the is the coolest I think, thing. I think many of us had that clip. That and then the <laughs> the movie Ten Broly, the uh, the father son Kamehameha. Oh yeah, we all had that clip. Yeah, <laughs> so great. So the fusion worked, and now we've got a sexy so in Japan new... was like, these clips are the bomb, and I need to share them with the world. <laughs> the bomb.com, the bomb. and they're going up on the... is where we found him. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting them up, so people in, with their 56K modems can yeah. download these over the course of a couple of days. <laughs> Ugh, the past was terrible. It was, uh, no, it was something. Interesting. <laughs> right. Uh, so now we've got a sexy new fusion. We've got Gogeta on the scene. Yeah, it looks so good, man. It's just, that's... That's everything Dragon Ball needed to be at that moment in time for all our lives. Oh, yeah. Just sleek and cool and, like, I don't know, he moves so weird. It's, like, the weird, like, he does that teleport dash forward, and then by the time yeah. he arrives, there's just a whole bunch of punches in Janaba's front. I mean, it's it's almost, like, Ultra Instinct-y, how he moves. Yeah, that's true. I was, it's just very, like, ethereal and, like, elegant yeah. is kind that's of how I always... They really reflect that super well in this series in general, like just how when they reach like fusion forms or like ultra instinct, that kind of like different levels, like not just your own surpassing mm-hmm. yourself. It's just these distinct forms like it's it, they make it super ethereal and it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And then he's got the weird like rainbow ball thing, the soul punisher. Yeah, soul punisher or... they call it in games. Yeah. We didn't I mean, they didn't give it a name, obviously, in the movie, no. but it's, it just looks awesome. And it's just, yeah, it's great. Trying to remember what it's called in the Budokai Tenkaichi games because it's called something else. Stardust Breaker, I believe, is what it's called there. But right. yeah, they got to give it different names because it's super never... flashy. <laughs> yeah, weird rainbow ball that explodes you from the inside out. It's so yeah. weird. But yeah, he like he it's like a spirit bomb almost. It's just he, yeah, he grabs and throws, chucks it at Janemba. Mm-hmm. Janemba punches him in the face and just oh man, my my just... my fifteen or sixteen year old self was like, yes, this is hell awesome. yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it really a, an attack? Because he's more like cleansing all of the evil because then it just kind of evaporates away and then there's the Oni there. That's true, dude. Like, yeah, what if that not, it's not even a... Yeah, like you said, not an attack. That's just That wouldn't hurt a, a regular person like the Spirit Bomb. Yeah. Oh, what if that... Huh. Yeah, that's like a fusion of Goku and Vegeta. Like, that's Goku's Spirit Bomb with something in Vegeta. I don't know. You know oh. what I'm getting at, though? You know what I mean? There's something there. Gonna- I was going to bring something up from the super manga that ha- happens in the Moro arc, oh. but of course, obviously, that's further than this, and you haven't read it, so no. I don't want to talk about but, it. But you know, and the audience who'd read Super the, knows. You know. If I say <laughs> soul fission, you'll know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, of course, of course. That's <laughs> um, cool. I, I like to think that, you know, how the Genkidama didn't hurt Gohan. He just exactly. bounced it back at Vegeta. This yeah. is like the same thing. It, it just kind of, it's a cleanser. It's not a... It's not a boom, boom, laser, or this hurts no matter who touches it. It's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then also at the same time, we had Goten and Trunks who were like, oh, hey, we could sense the key in Afterworld that... That was weird. Uh, that was just for fan service. That was, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, they're fusing. Let's fuse, too. <laughs> yeah. We'll just, as if we you know, needed to, to destroy these guys. Right, as if you needed that power to clown on Hitler. But it, it looks <laughs> yeah. cool, the Super Ghost Kamikaze attack, and that's fine, because now all of the zombies oh, and the dead no, actually, people go actually, that's genius. I was going to say, because, like, you, you're, it's two against a lot of people. You're slowing down your odds by making yourself one, having to take care of all these. But no, the Ghost Kamikaze attack, it's infinite. Mm. Yeah, that's genius, actually. <laughs> <laughs> man this movie's uh, just <laughs> getting me left and right right uh you know what i just thought of something and i'm not sure if it's i don't know it's weird hmm. so hitler obviously uh world <laughs> war ii hitler a lot yeah i know i uh, constantly uh hitler <laughs> world war ii not great does some bad things go tanks uses super ghost kamikaze attack which japan in world war ii had kamikaze pilots when they were friends oh. with hitler that's an interesting, interesting choice. connection yeah 
Uh, I think it's the coincidence in this movie. I think it is. (laughs) But But I'm just like, oh, okay. That's a choice. That's that's Um, funny. Uh, so yeah, uh, everything's fine. Vegeta is gonna evaporate back into a soul because everything's going back to normal, and the kids won't tell Gohan or Videl how they managed to, you know, put an end to everything Just for, or for fun's sake. Yeah, for fun's sake. But yeah, the, and... the look on Gogeta's face when he slow Gogeta and like uh, the smile that he gives the little little uh, yeah. Oni, it's kind of weird, isn't it? It is a strange... I can't exactly place like what you mean feeling it is. Maybe is it like relief, but also like he's just proud of the guy being able to like still be alive after all this, or... Yeah. Well, I think they just drew his face a little weird, but I don't know. Maybe they paid attention to it a lot, and maybe it's a combination of Goku's Vegeta's face, you know, more mm. often than they usually draw it. My worry is they were going for something else, kind of like that one shot uh, after Goku kills Frieza in the anime. They draw his face entirely wrong for the expression he's supposed to be showing from the yeah, manga, yeah. where it's like remorse, and then instead it's like anger. Like, oh, no, you screwed yeah. up. Yeah, Isn't that great, though, that in the manga, yeah, it's that, that face Goku gives it speaks yeah. levels. Mm-hmm. So good. God, yeah. that one that one shot. That's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, that's that's the movie. Doug, what did you did you like this movie? And if so, what did you like about it? I really did enjoy it. It looked beautiful, first of all, which we gotta say it it's great. It had fun ideas. It's it it's a clone of Majin Buu, as a lot of these movies are clones of previous villains, but mm-hmm. it made it its own thing. It's definitely you don't go, oh yeah, that's that's the Majin Buu clone as you would yeah. say cooler, like, oh yeah, it's just that's just Frieza, but different color palette. This is like he has new moves and he is different Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 great. I mean Boo never used a sword, so like even just right there, it's like, okay, there's a clear delineation here and that too. Like, he yeah. goes from fat to buff, but like before he was a giant, like puffy monster, and then it was back down to something slim and sleek. And just Janemba's character design is is so great. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. definitely one of the best villain looking villains ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I just really love the um you know the interaction between Goku and Vegeta. It's very neat that they this movie takes place at a point where they're both dead. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's interesting. Really took advantage of that and and made their own story with it. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed with it. And yeah, it's a it's a gorgeous movie um god i'm trying to remember the ending theme song i think is pretty sick uh it's hero kageyama so yeah you know what it is of course it's just you know (laughs) singing about dragon ball uh as he does um but even pycon is awesome in this just when he's like holding back janemba I just remember, mm-hmm. I always remember that scene of like him, Janemba like rushing to get Goku and Vegeta, but then Janemba step, or Pycon steps in with one hand and he yeah. just looks so badass, like just holding that one hand. It's like, hey, you're not going anywhere, man. <laughs> it's a real bummer, I think, that Pycon is a, a filler only character because I think he's, he's a pretty yeah. cool dude. And... I wish they didn't draw him green though. It just, it's just, it just feels like a Piccolo clone. Yeah. He's, he's basically taking up the Piccolo role. Mantle. Yeah. Just the role in the movie to be like the, I'll hold him back while you do your thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. If it was just a different color, maybe that'd be better. Just that way there's <laughs> something. Just do a different comparison. color. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, if they gave him a nose, it'd be over. Like, that's just Piccolo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's also wearing like the, the turban sort of thing. Yeah. He's got. Yeah. 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 I feel that. Uh, is there anything in this movie you didn't like or you wish was different? Uh, I don't know. I, think the pacing is done pretty well it doesn't feel like the funnest one Mm -hmm. i don't know but it it really makes up for it in the end i think the one thing that i would do is less hitler (laughs) and (laughs) more i mean have goten and trunks just plowing through old series villains that they never met yeah totally actually you're right that that would make it a lot better because we're done with the hitler and the army just make yeah more villains 
Because the, yeah. the villains that we know and love, they were there on screen for like less than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, could you bring back, I don't know, Piccolo Daimao? And then, of course, we saw the Ginyu Force, some other movie villains. You could have Kula or Tullus there. We'll just splice this movie with the OVA. Yeah. Where they <laughs> work. Lord Slug and Freeze and all them come back and then just yeah, right and splice it more with fun because it's the kids and of course they would destroy them instantly. Yeah, that was always such a bummer that they weren't in the later movies for Super either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if that's our only like nitpick, I think it's pretty good. It was yeah. a good movie. I liked totally. it. Me too. Uh, I have a lot cool. of uh, like sentimental. I remember like the day the movie came out in America too, like going to Best, skipping school and going to Best Buy to pick up a copy of, of the movie <laughs> with my friend and like taking it back to, to his place to watch it there. And um, I was like, that was the first time I was finally crossing over into liking the Japanese version more. Because oh. I was like, all right, we'll watch it in English first, then Japanese subtitled, and then back to English cool down or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm done after just the first English viewing. I'm because, all right, you go, you go downstairs and play video games. I'll, I'm going to keep watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool man my <laughs> my first time watching it is i had a had bought some fan subs online so i just watched it that way in very low quality but i got to see it i guess and w- enjoy that and then i wouldn't yeah get it in a good quality like dvd home release until the double features set version came out and like oh really yeah and like 2008 2009 yeah, that, that was a good time after i think i don't know maybe yeah. like two or three years after but yeah right uh it was good it was a good time yeah. Um, I wouldn't change those memories for anything. Just me sitting in my room as a lonely eighth grader watching <laughs> all of Dragon Ball long before anybody else would be able to sit and watch it. <laughs> right. Uh, Man, I want to find out more about Juliana. <laughs> let's get her a spinoff movie. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super, Juliana. It's funny, they, na- they renamed her Juliana, but they kept Romeo as Romeo. Right, yeah. All the deal is there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, how about we take a quick break, and then we come back and we listen to what everybody else had to say. Let's do it. Cool. And we're back, and we're here now to hear what you guys had to say about Movie 12. First up, we've got John Rogers at MagicBox67, who says, Great direction from Yamauchi, an off-the-rails script with a ton of fun ideas. And the Super Saiyan 3 Goku versus Janaba fight is an awesomely edited sequence with no background music that shines a spotlight on Hidenori Arai's sound design. But this film is missing Kuroden, so it loses a point for that. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. That they're totally right that there's no music behind that that fight scene, and, and it it speaks mm-hmm. for itself without music. Yeah, like it's so good. It doesn't feel like it's missing anything without it. Because, yeah, no. I had to think back. I'm like, oh, you're right. It doesn't, and it's yeah. still so good and powerful. It's such a great. It's a great two minutes. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I downloaded a, that clip, you know. On a yeah, that's one of the modem. ones. <laughs> yep, it was, I distinctly remember setting it up to download on my dad's computer, and then we left town to go visit my grandparents, and I came back, and it still had like an hour to go, and no! I'm like, ah, oh, damn oh it! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no way! That would have drove me yeah. crazy. Like, I, I was gone the whole weekend, and you still have one hour left? I waited long enough, darn it. Right. Dang it! Let me see this sweet fight scene! That's so great. Uh, but like every did... AMV I saw back in the day, it it never cut that scene. Like it just it had the whole <laughs> fight scene because it's <laughs> un- so good. Unedited, it it's is like a dance. It really is. <laughs> so you know, you can just put it to music and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, Ashley Danoa at LFCAD says one of my least popular Dragon Ball opinions. 
I find this movie pretty boring, and I don't understand why it is loved and is mid in my Dragon Ball movie tier list. I love Janima, though, and Hitler. You know what I mean, LOL. <laughs> I, I don't know if I know what you mean. <laughs> I gotta question that. <laughs> love them as a villain, I suppose. Just I like mean, Janemba. They don't like the movie, but they love Hitler. I don't know. We're on different spectrums here. Oh, come on. Let's, we, <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is our audience. Ashley is not that type of person. But I, I kind of sense that this movie is kind of like that. That was the part I was like, kind of like, do I like this movie? I was like, it's, the pacing is good, but something about it, it does feel. It doesn't stand out, but at the same time, like, it's possibly just because of my memories of seeing this movie so many times that I, because it looked yeah. so cool and the action was so great. So I watched it a ton, obviously. Maybe I just like, yeah, I've, I've watched it too many times where it just kind of took away from the surprise yeah. factor. Ah, see, for me, it's kind of like crystallized my love of it. So seeing it, you know, when I'm 13, like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. And now it's still stuck in my brain of like, this rocks. I get so. it. Yeah. Well, maybe like it's, for me, it's, uh, Whenever they cut away from Goku and Vegeta, I'm like, I don't want to go back to Goten and Trunks or all or the or the, <laughs> the Kai's. Let's go back to the fight. Let's go back to uh, how good the action is. Let's go back to that. Right. Uh, Super Sean at Kaboom Crusader says it's my favorite of the original 13 Z movies, which is fitting because it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> is the that perfect- what he said? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> the perfect mix of both bizarre comedy and high intensity action, like the entire Manchin Boo arc, was condensed down to just under an hour. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, like you can't say that it's the best. Be- that makes it the- uh, and it's good. <laughs> that's not a good argument <laughs> but no, i do agree with you he's got a point <laughs> it, it is good and it is like it is one of those movies that while it's not deep or anything like that if you need to hit a dragon ball and you've got like 45 yes. 50 minutes this is a good one yes to go what for. was the one i said that about recently too i think it was maybe, maybe movie five movie the first five cooler movie i think it's like not a lot of not too deep not a lot not a lot of like interesting ideas but it's just a solid like there's a bad guy and let's go fight him and take care of him Nine, nine was also that way. Five, five is good on a new oh, tier that's what it was. because it's a nine. Yes, you're yeah. Right. Five is on a better tier because it's immediately after Frieza and like Frieza, like Cooler shows up and we're all like, oh shit, Frieza's yeah. still alive, and but then yeah. we're trying to like hide. Like we could talk about five again all over the place. I love, because it I turns love out five. Five is great, and I'm so yeah. sorry that I slept on it for so long. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, you did. But yeah, yeah I used to not care. As like Sean was saying that like um this is the best movie. I'm thinking like yeah the, the movies do kind of ramp up in quality as they go on. But now I'm thinking of movie thirteen is like movie thirteen is good, but I think twelve is like it's where it hit the height of the roller coaster. Mm. Then it just kind of starts start to dip again. I'm Which, excited to get to thirteen. The last one, so it's 13. not like a a big dip, right? But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake Pay at Jake Pay sixteen says Gogeta, more like Goat Gia. Hey. No, <laughs> but all this buildup of Janemba being able to handle Super Saiyan three Goku and having Vegeta appear and fail just to have, in my opinion, the best fusion appear for the first time is such fun energy. Then having their kids sense the fusion follow suit is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. The fan servicey part, but yeah, it, <laughs> I, I guess this fusion does feel like it makes sense in like they have nothing else to do. Like what we need, we, there's only one way to beat them. It's right. got to be fusion. It's just cool to do because we don't actually have that show up of Goku and Vegeta doing the fusion dance in the series. So it's like, oh, let's right. give them this thing and invent this new character and, and these and we, new we abilities. This is all we'd get in that sense of a fusion dance with with them too. That that's all we get. But no. Right, of then course we'll get super and then heroes. GT, yeah. So Gogeta which is kind of diluted. They're still cool in, the, in those instances, but it just dilutes it. Right, yeah. For this, the first time it was like this is the only time he shows up. He's like on screen for like forty five seconds, and it's sick. 
Well, it's the only fusion of those two characters we get, too. We, we don't know about Vegito existing later on. Right. But I mean, even like after Z had come to a close, it's like, this is the only time that yeah. Vegeta is around, and it's so short. Exactly. And th- I think that makes that makes the character even more iconic, that that's all we get of him. Yeah. We, we just get 30 seconds, and he's kicking ass so hard and beautifully within those 30 mm-hmm. seconds. Uh, Omega Rockman <laughs> first was very upset, asking, why do I keep missing these tweets? I have notifications on and everything, and they won't go off. What the fuck? <laughs> and this was just three hours ago. So luckily I put this tweet out on Friday, and we weren't going to record until monday so we actually had plenty of time uh so he had said i like the movie i even did a dub edit once to try and fix some of the dub issues and i found that chris Ayers's game dialogue worked surprisingly well for frieza's cameo so similar lines so you just like boop toss that in instead of uh linda young's performance and no way i'll check that out actually that sounds interesting link us to that omega rock man or at least post like a video on twitter or something because i'd love to love to see like like a snippet or a clip because yeah i can't i can't think of many Instances, I think the dub did this movie pretty well mm. too. There's one instance that I that I remember very fondly back when I watched it uh, dubbed was when Goku first encounters Fat Janemba, mm-hmm. and like Janemba's like I want to fight Goku. Like he doesn't say, it, but he points at him, and Goku's like you want to fight me. And Sean Shamo's delivery of like happy go lucky Goku was actually really well done, huh. more so than it was done in the Japanese version with with Masako Nozawa. It was just like. It, it the, the her Masako Nozawa's voice didn't match Goku's facial emotion in that mm. scene as much as Sean Shemmel's did. Hmm. So I got to get props where props do. Yeah, it's it's good that you can read those the characters' emotion visually and be like, all right. Well, then again, I guess I don't know how much of the movie was completed when she did the voice acting for that. I know that in Japan, generally the voice acting is done last, but usually sometimes you don't have complete animation. So who knows if right. like the uh, face was drawn differently at the time? But true, still. Either way, good job, Sean. Yeah, Very proud yeah. of you for that. That's it for there. So we've actually got some fun trivia. I think this is good trivia, Doug. You're going to like this. I think they're all fun, dude. Oh, well, thank you. Sometimes I try to screw you and I'm like, here's a number or whatever. You <laughs> figure this out. <laughs> uh, I learned things from this one. So here we go. Oh, cool. Question number one. Are you ready? Yes. The movie poster includes a number of previous villains who are part of the Escape from Hell. What character is on the poster but does not make an appearance in the film? No way. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Dang it. it was, is it a movie villain specifically? It is a movie villain. <laughs> I gotta run through them. Uh, Garlic Jr., there's uh, Dr. Wheelow, there's Lord Slug, there's... Wow, I'm, I'm blank. No, that Lord Slug's four. Oh, Tullus, and then Kula, and then Super Android 13, <laughs> Boho Jack. I'm just running through them all. Yep. And then Broly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, which one of them is on the cover but doesn't appear in the poster... Or in the movie? Yep, that's right. Dang, I, I've got no idea. Is it Slug? <laughs> I'm going to guess Slug. Ooh, it is not Lord Slug. It was actually Kula. Was it Kula? Yep, Kula huh? is there on the poster behind uh, Janemba with everybody else fleeing hell. He's in his uh, fifth form from movie five. Oh. And yeah, he does not show up in the movie. Huh. I guess they didn't want to conflict Frieza with him in the same ah, shot. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> Be like, wait, he just got blowed up. Why is he still alive? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I'm going to take you back in time because you would have been alive. You would have known about Dragon Ball at this time. So nice. we'll see how this goes. You get to 88 miles per hour. <laughs> Question number two. Fusion Reborn had a limited theatrical release in America in March of 2006 and was shown as part of a double feature. What other earlier Z movie was it paired with? Damn it. 
I could see the the meme image now. There's an image of like the cartoon of like a kid like talking to his mom. Mom, I want to see this movie in theaters, and it's it's Fusion Reborn and and the second movie you're talking about, and then it like ten years later when the I think Battle of Gods come, came out, and it's like mom, mom, I want to see this movie like as a 25 year old man, like I want to see this movie. <laughs> but what is that? What is the double feature? Okay, so I I, I don't want to say it's a Broly movie. Mm. I do want to say it's a cooler movie mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with uh movie five you're gonna go with movie five yep final answer I, i'm pro- probably wrong but that's what i'm going with oh it was movie six it it was, was it that sorry. horrible piece of shit movie six <laughs> god Ooh, man talk about getting a bad appetizer right Oof. i mean it did show in theaters more recently as a double feature i think that one was with movie eight um mm. Or something like that, because I know that before Super Broly came out in the U.S., they showed movie eight, movie twelve, and the Bardock special. Did they? Uh, oh, yes. I did go see that with someone. <laughs> did they? Oh yeah, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I remember the Bardock one. I think. Or what? No, I don't know if I did or uh, whatever. But yeah, right. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Right. Oh man, good times. I also distinctly remember listening to. Daisenshu EX at the time, because I believe uh, Mike Vegito EX had gone to go see it uh, and talked about he had the yes. Japanese language track on he his, his iPod. So he put the earbuds in. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's exactly something I would have done too. <laughs> that's stuck with me forever. I'm like, I need to do this. Like, that, that's genius. And, but, and then back then with technology, then I'm like, how am I going to get the audio file onto my mm-hmm. Generation 1 iPod or whatever? Like, it was. Yeah. I was like, this got to happen now. But I yeah. believe. He had also went to like the Japanese bookstore uh, while he was in New York to go see that and saw that uh, despite them buying the, the tickets to go see the movie, that they actually had an early release of the DVD there to purchase. So he like, oh, bought really? it <laughs> before going to see it. If I'm remembering correctly, Mike, That's if funny. I got it wrong, tell me that I can't remember your <laughs> memories quite as vividly <laughs> just from listening to a podcast about, uh, you know, your Dragon Ball yeah, experience. Yeah, so we'd, like, know about his past just from listening to his podcast and just, like... Right. That that specifically stuck with me so hard for some reason. That, like, affected me. <laughs> that might have changed the course of my life. Him telling me he listened to Movie 12 with earbuds in Japanese audio. <laughs> it's uh, things I aspire to be, you know, to try Something. that hard. To yeah, get, it was, it was uh, wild. To get the experience I want, to see a movie in the big screen, it's like, but also in, be able to see it that way. In my mind, I'm like, you're allowed to do that? Like I couldn't fathom <laughs> the idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing something like that. Honestly, if I could have done that for because when I went to go see Resurrection F, it was mm-hmm. only it was dub only. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wish I could. You know, there was a yeah. home release in Japan, so I could have had the audio. Same thing for Broly, point, but the, I think the dub was doing great at that time. Yeah, well, not great, it was but it was, it was passable. But yeah, yeah, since it was in theaters, I would have like gone to see it three times. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, good times, good trivia, good memories, good shit. Uh, uh everybody thank you for dealing with us and all of our ramblings thank you for listening uh we love interacting with you and keeping you in the conversation talking about our favorite franchise in the world uh so thank you for tweeting at us whenever we put out these things you know feel free to tweet other things at us if you have ideas for what you want us to do on the show uh we're running out of movies soon so we're gonna have to figure out something else to do i totally forgot this podcast exists past that (laughs) i thought this was just (laughs) the movie review podcast and then we're we're, we're almost done cool and they're like no let's keep going (laughs) Does that mean you want to leave? You don't want to be a part of my my podcast family? Uh, it, uh, yeah, <laughs> you and your 20 other podcasts you're doing. I haven't started the second one, <laughs> but it's in it's in process. Cool, cool. 
so yeah, tweet at us uh, at we got a pod. You can email us at we got a pod at gmail.com. Still haven't gotten that first email. Yes, it's sad. Oops. Um, if y'all could can you know try to pressure Doug to catch up on the Dragon Ball Super manga, that'd be great. So then he can get what I reference uh, earlier in the show. <laughs> no, I love the every time you're like, oh, I, w- I would say this, but I can't because it's from Super, and you can't, you don't know. Oh, you just like to see me just yeah. be in agony, you yeah. son of a so. I love to see you not be able to talk during a talkative podcast <laughs> format. <laughs> well, fine. Uh, <laughs> I held up my end of the bargain that we actually didn't make a bargain about, and I brought it up before watching Dragon Ball for the first time. Uh, it's the twenty third Budokai proclaimed bargain. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I shook on it. That means wait, who did you shake hands with? Um, How did you get that? It's like Doug, you read the. Mo- you read the manga and I'll watch Dragon Ball. I'm like, I didn't agree any. You're doing that on your own volition. Yeah, but it's good. Made it to the 23rd Budokai and uh, Ma Jr. has showed up. And good old oh, Piccolo no. Jr. Oh, yeah. I've only got, geez, like 20 episodes left to go and it's over? No way, Oof. really? Yeah. Dang, It's not dude. much. That arc is short. The whole arc is 21 episodes with only like five episodes at the end of like finding the wedding dress or whatever oh, the hell wow. is happening. Yeah, I felt like there was a lot more because of the preliminaries, but... Yeah. Nope. The preliminaries are like one episode, because the next episode, they're like, the final eight are chosen. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. We're moving on a good clip. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use his track, Kakarot theme Hip Hop Trap Remix. You can find it and other great tracks by Rifty on his SoundCloud. Uh, also, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Doug, you got anything you want to plug? Um, Jabaz Doug on all platforms. Hell yeah. Check out his AMVs on YouTube. Check out his TikTok Check out his Twitter. It's good stuff. Uh, you can find me at Saber underscore Breaker on Twitter. Uh, I say stupid shit and talk about video games and <laughs> how I got my PC all ready to go for Windows 11 next week. Oh, um, is that happening? Yeah. Comes out next on the 5th, which is like a Tuesday. Um, I'm all set. Bring it on. I like to try new things and hopefully it all works and I can n- nothing bricks and I can continue to record the podcast. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you to our sponsors and all that. I think I already said that. Uh, anyway. Ooh, double please. thank you to sponsors. Where's double that money? Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't increase the pay. I'll tell Dude, you that. <laughs> please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out. You know, tweet about it. Be like, you know, hey, listen to the show. I really like it. These dudes are cool and they talk about this dumb cartoon from the 80s that I like. Yeah, that's what I tell my uh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I promote it. <laughs> uh, anyway, take care, be safe, wear a mask, and get vaccinated, and we'll check you out next time. See ya. Do-do-do-do-do. do 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 do